This is Jasmine with Listen to Your Single Friend. We're going to be talking about the good, the bad, and the lonely. Hi, friends. Welcome back. Today's show is going to be so fun because we have our first guest. So you guys have been reaching out and giving me feedback and you said that, you know, you wanted to hear from some other people, particularly from some guys. So I'd like to introduce one of my opinionated ass friends, Jeremy T. Uh, We call him JT, so I'm going to call him JT during the episode, but Jeremy, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, everybody. My name is Jeremy. I'm 31. I'm basically in that Ar- Ann Arbor area from Flint. Um, I'm really excited to do this. This is my first time uh, doing a show like this. Uh, fun fact, I'm a twin. I love twins. So we're both twins. So, so Yeah, no we are. I don't think I told them that I'm a twin, too. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I've known Jeremy, Jeremy for uh, years. Um, he's like one of my cousin's best friends. So we've known each other for a long time. I'm from Michigan. So that's where he's at. Um, most people who don't know him know of him because JT likes to argue with me on the internet. Well, like, we argue, I be winning and you be trying to keep up a little bit. <laughs> okay, I got receipts. That's not true. If you have ever been on my socials, you've seen his name before. So most people are going to be like, oh, it's so funny because I was talking to my roommate and she was like, is that that one guy who was on your Facebook page? So people, he's like notorious. People know who he is. So it shouldn't really be a shock to anybody that he's on this show. But like, I appreciate Jeremy because he keeps me honest, you know, and we have a good time. Right. Uh, but let's keep the conversation going uh, on Instagram and Facebook. Listen to your single friend. Twitter is your single friend. And remember, friend is spelled F-R-N-D. Make sure you tune into our accounts on Fridays for Screenshot Fridays because shit gets real, okay? JT, I don't know if you've ever seen Screenshot Fridays. I think you have commented on some of them. But (laughs) Screenshot Friday is really fun. It's really, really, really fun. So we post screenshots from the nonsense that men be saying. It be men all the time. And so I have asked recently some of the guys that I know, like, please send me in screenshots of women doing and saying crazy shit because I do feel like it's kind of one-sided right now now uh but that's our instagram account so keep tuned to that um listen to your single friend as you guys know is also a book so please go to listen to your single to get on the mailing list get information on release dates uh pre-orders etc um as i announced last week all these episodes are now being uploaded to youtube so if all goes well since uh jt and i are on like we're recording on zoom right now recording video this will probably actually have video this week so check out our youtube and make sure you subscribe so uh, i want to get into the trivia question from last week so i asked you guys to rank these four options and i'm gonna make jt answer the question (laughs) so um, i'm gonna repeat the question from last week and then you guys um or jt is gonna give me the answer and then i'll reveal to you guys what the answer is so rank these four options by which level you think they came in starting with the most important how did men rank the following 
for what is most important on a date, on a first date. So your options were smile slash looks, personality, career slash education, and sense of humor. So which one do you think was the most important? And then what order do you think the rest of them came in? On a first date? Yeah. <laughs> all slash looks, career. Career uh, and education. Education. Personality and sense of humor. So you got four options. Which one did men say was the most important statistically? And then what order did the rest of them come in? So what did the men folks say? <laughs> first day, first day, I gotta go personality. Okay. Um then career, career and education. Um then I would have to say I would have to say smile is last because like I'm big on smile. So if I see the smile and I already got the date, then that don't matter as much. So smile is last and then it's the smile flash looks. That's all in one. So you say yeah. it looks is last? No, well, if we on a date, we already didn't got past that. So on the first date, the look don't really matter because we already passed that point. Okay. <laughs> but personality does because you don't want to be sitting there and somebody extra dry or boring. Okay. And then, well, I guess personality and then humor and then career. I would put it that way. And then the last is looks. That's how, that's how I would rank it. Okay. Well, that's not the answer to the trivia question, but <laughs> thank you <laughs> for at least trying to answer the questions. So the order and the most important, actually, you got the first one right. And like some women have already reached out to me and it was like, well, looks was number one. And I'm just like, it actually wasn't like we assume that men are very shallow because all we hear is like men are, um, men are visual. We hear a lot that men are visual creatures. So I get why a lot of women thought that was the number one answer, but it actually wasn't. Personality was the number one answer. So you are in line with your men folk there. The okay. men did say looks and smile is second. <laughs> so that was second was smile and looks. Third mm -hmm. was sense of humor, which mm -hmm. I thought was interesting. And then fourth was career slash education. And it's just so funny, like, as a boss bitch and a career woman, like, you know, people do, as I got older, they were like, you know, men don't really care about your education and your career, like, but that's kind of all we kind of know, and I know women who lead with that, you know what I mean? Like, I'm a professional, and I got this, and I got that, but that's not really something, it's not that we need to, like, not um, be proud of that, but we don't have to lead with that, if that makes sense. So, I thought, the answers made sense. What do you think? <laughs> I thought that made sense. That that does make sense. I mean, yeah, I can see how some, a lot of guys care about looks and smile. And as I said, looks and smile are important to me. It's just like usually by the time we get on a date, I'm already past that. Like <laughs> the look and smile got me. Now I'm trying to find out what type of person you are. Okay. So That's once well. we get to a date, like it's important, but once we get to a date. I mean, we, I'm, I'm trying, I'm focused on something else. Okay. Now, um, before we get into our segments, I am certain that people are going to have questions <laughs> and want to know who the hell you are. So we're going to play a little game and y'all know I love to play a game. Okay. <laughs> so now that we have 
uh, JT here, we are going to play the hot seat. So any of my friends like knows what this game is. Like JT and I played this before when I was in Michigan. So long story short, it's usually a drinking game. So if you've never played this as a drinking game, it's super lit. So basically you put someone in the quote unquote hot seat Everyone in the room rapid fires questions to them for like a predetermined amount of time. So like 60 seconds, 90 seconds, 120 seconds, whatever. And they have to answer all the questions that are rapid, rapid fire asked to them. And if they don't want to answer the question or they're too uncomfortable, they have to drink. So it is a drinking game. Um, it's not necessarily a drinking game right now, but that is kind of how the game works. So for the purposes of this episode, I'm just going to do a timer for 60 seconds. And then we're just going to ask him some questions and try to get to know him. So you ready? I'm a drink. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let's go. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. <clears throat> All right, I'm starting the timer now. What is your relationship status? Single and dating. Marvel fan or DC fan? Marvel. Has the quarantine fucked up your dating life? Yes. <laughs> Which 2020 death still has you in your feelings? Chadwick Bosman. What's the craziest place you've had sex? Oh, damn. Um, probably outside of a complex after I had moved out in an apartment complex. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> when was your last date? Oh, like just going to drinks with friends or like date. a real date? <laughs> it had to be before COVID. We ain't, been, we ain't been able to do nothing. Okay. What's your love language? Uh... Probably uh, uh, acts of service and, and, and words of affirmation. All right. I had some juicy ones that you was taking a long time to answer. <laughs> you can keep going. I mean. So, no, we're going to give you a chance um, to basically tell us a little bit. Tell us, you know, basically, you said you are single and dating. Um, mm -hmm. I find that people don't define things the same way so tell us what single and dating means as far as your relationship status goes um what tell us what you're looking for like in a partner if you're even looking for something serious and just basically kind of like getting to like like your relationship facts you know how like they say like a car facts what's your relationship facts like tell us about your life <laughs> <laughs> all right so single my definition of single means that i have not had a conversation or an agreement with someone uh, to be exclusive with them. That's what I mean by single. Uh, dating means that there are, um, there exists someone or some people that I spend time with, that I enjoy uh, hanging out with uh, and getting to know, um, and that I'm open to the relationship being um, to growing into something okay if that like i hope that answered your question <laughs> yeah, yeah so tell us about your background so my longest relationship was about two years mm -hmm. um i'm not a serial dater uh the number one thing in my relationships is um can will jeremy or jt will jt be the best version of jt if i'm with her and, and I reciprocate that. 
that's the number one thing for me when dating. If I don't feel like I'm going to be the best version of me with you and I can't reach my full potential, I can't do it. And if I can't also support her goals and help her to get to be the best version of her, we, you know, then I, I don't even waste my time. That's like the number one thing I'm looking for when I'm dating. Like, are we compatible and can we help each other be the best version of ourselves? Okay, okay. That was a good answer. Right. It's real. <laughs> for the quote of the day, you guys know I am always going to start y'all off with positive vibes. So this quote is actually something like, you know, you have certain quotes that you come back to, like things that just really stick to you. So I actually have posted this like before, just in like my personal life, but I'm going to read this off to you guys. It says, stop waiting for Friday, for summer, for someone to fall in love with you for life. Happiness is achieved when you stop waiting for it and make the most of the moment you are in now. So that's our quote of the day because like it has been a rough year. <laughs> I think that's an understatement, right? <laughs> I, don't, I don't even think a word exists. <laughs> it has been tough and then trying to like live a semblance of a normal life on top of that and you know if you're single you have that and if you're single and you're looking you have that extra you know thing behind you in the back of your mind and I feel like we kind of learned in 2020 like life can pass by quick as fuck it was just March yesterday like it was literally just March yesterday so you know live in the moment New Year's is about to it's just around the corner it's just a couple weeks away like but don't wait until January 1st to start living the life you want to live don't wait for anything specific if you know that you want to do something or you have certain goals for yourself don't wait for a specific time frame to start doing that and I really of course like the part about stop waiting for someone to fall in love with you because I was guilty of like oh when I get a bay I'm gonna go here or oh when I'm not saying I'm gonna do this and I just started living life on my own terms so that's the quote of the day for this week now we're gonna get into the shit <laughs> so it is time for our goals and goofy segment as you guys know this is the segment where we talk about pop culture um anything that happened in the last week or so that was a viral sensation or a really really popular topic so <laughs> i have i found this article it was actually right after last week's episode um i found this article and actually, JC, I'm gonna let you decide if this is goes or goofies or not. I know how I feel about this, but I'm gonna let you decide. So the title of the article is Woman Sues Her Boyfriend for Not Proposing After Eight Years. <laughs> so this is actually like in the New York Post. So yep. in the article, this woman, so this is not, this did not happen in the U.S., just FYI, because uh, some people are going to be like, she sued him. Uh, this did not happen in the U.S. Um, I think that she was Kenyan. So the young lady was 26, reportedly sued her partner, Herbert, who was 28, um, for basically not proposing to her like he said he would. Now, they were together for eight years. So if you do the math, he was 20 and she was 18 when they met. Um, and I think they do have a kid together. Let me read this again. She said he wasted her time to a criminal degree. So she basically took him to court for this. 
um, the judge basically said, you guys weren't married, so there's not shit that I can do about this. Obviously, like, you can't sue people for wasting your time. But I just thought it was funny as shit because sis said, <laughs> your time is up. So I think <laughs> that that was funny because it's like, after eight years, after having a kid, like, who determines? I know a lot of men like to say, well, you just can't be sure. There's no time limit on deciding to propose. But I just love that she just took the power in her own hands, even though she lost in court, looking like a damn fool. But she said, you're not about to keep playing with me. Like, <laughs> you're not about to keep playing with me. It took him to court because he didn't propose to her. That's goofy. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I agree with her. I agree with her. Like, <laughs> if y'all got kids, y'all been together eight years. Like, bro, I mean, is there someone else? What you doing? Like, I I agree with her, her sentiment, but, like, I mean, wh- what you going to sue him for? You can't get back time, and that's really that's really the only thing, you know, that's the, not the only thing. It's probably the most valuable thing. You can't get that back, so... <laughs> It is, it's only goofy because you really took this man to court, girl. Like, there was not a chance at, in hell. <laughs> like, it's the level of petty for me. Like, the fact that she was so fucking petty was hilarious. Well, my thing is, well, what was she suing him for? Was she trying to get, like, money out the deal? Was she trying to, was she trying to, like, blackmail him into doing it? And then it just... You know, like you do something and then it snowball and it get too far and then she like, damn, now I got to go through with it and take him on the court. Like, so she said that he promised he would propose, but he also okay. allegedly had been texting another woman. Mm. Mm. Shocker. After eight years, she said he has never been serious. That's why I brought him to court because I deserve to know the way forward and our future. But I just don't understand what she thought was going to come from this. Like, even if they didn't throw the case out, like, why would he, I just, like, what was supposed to happen after this? I just don't know. Why did she need to go to court for that? Dude told you what it is. He didn't tell her what it is. He told her he was going to propose. Listen, if it's eight years, (laughs) that's what he said. He told you what it was. You oh, know what hell. What you like? Why do you need a judge? For so him is to there a number him? of years that a woman should walk away? Because remember, they were eighteen and twenty when they met. Now he's twenty-eight and she's twenty-six. And remember, they already have a kid. So is there a number or any certain set of circumstances where a woman? Because you're saying that she told him what it is, but a lot of women listening are going to be like. Well, at what point was she supposed to know? Was there a number? Was so, there a sign? <laughs> so it is. There's not. It's not one size fits all. There is not a number. There, like, there's not a sign. It's um, it's a lot of different things. It's whether or not people are transitioning. If you're an undergrad, grad school, one working on schools, it's convenient. Are y'all in a space where y'all are seeing each other every day, or is it long distance? All of those things kind of kind of play a role um me i'm assuming that they live together or that they saw each other no. pretty first because they have a kid parents still so remember this is in another country this is in I believe. so she lives with her parents with the child and he's freelancing <laughs> basically so they oh. went to a zombie in court so i think that 
I'm not I'm not clear if they are Kenyan. Okay, no, this was reported by the Kenyan news, but she took him to the Zambian court. So this happened in Zambia. Um, but yeah, so she still yeah. lives with her parents. I'm gonna tell you what he said in a minute, but go ahead and finish. <laughs> oh, then in, in that case, it is what it is. Like the only the only reason y'all still communicating is probably the kid. <laughs> like, he promised is. her he was gonna propose. They were still in a relationship. Things change. <laughs> he clearly didn't communicate with her. That's why his ass is in court, and that's why their names is all over the way. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty embarrassing, though. To have to have your your you know your girl. I can't even say your fiance because she not your girlfriend, mother of your child. Take you to court because you wasting her time. That would be embarrassing for him. I'm gonna tell you what he said, and this should not surprise you at all. So <laughs> he defended himself with the excuse that he is not currently in a financial position to afford a wedding and to add insult to injury he accused her of not giving him sufficient attention in their relationship if that ain't some man shit i don't know what is so i'm poor and you're not having sex with me he didn't say sex but you think that's what he meant like i mean i'm not gonna say all guys think of sex but like what kind of attention would i mean what kind of attention would he be? Let's think about this. Let's really, really think. <laughs> when a guy's like, you're not giving me attention, what is he talking about? You're not sitting on the phone talking to me? You don't text me enough? No, that's not what he's talking about. She at her parents' house with the baby. Who knows if which, he even come and pick up the baby? <laughs> which means you at your parents' house, so I can't even come through and, you know, do it. I wish know. we had more information, because I want to know if he is living his life like a bachelor, because that would be super fucked up. If he is, like, if he's still living with his parents, I feel like that would be a little bit different. But I mean, does he believe in monogamy? That would be another question. Trash. Just trash. I mean, I... I I'm just saying he might not even he might not even believe in it. <laughs> Moving along. <laughs> so um I'm sorry y'all. I didn't have any goals this week because it was just there's just fuck shit going on. I'm I'm gonna do better. Next week I'm gonna have a really good goals for you guys. But this next goofy, um, I'm sad about this because I was a big fan of Transformers. Um, and Holes is one of my favorite movies. Uh-oh. Shia LaBeouf. I like saying his last name. <laughs> Shia mm. LaBeouf. He is being sued by his ex. I don't know how you say FKA Twigs. He was with FKA Twigs? Yes! I didn't even know. I love Twigs. I know who Twigs is. I love her. <laughs> yeah. Well, she, I guess there's a theme today. She's suing him, but this is way more serious. So she's suing him um, for, I will read them off exactly. She's suing him, or she has accused him of sexual battery, assault, and infliction of emotional distress. Damn. So, yeah. Now... The reason that I bring this up, obviously, you know, this is our pop culture segment, so, you know, this is relevant, but I kind of wanted to, like, take a little bit of a different angle here. When I was, like, reading up on this story, Shia LaBeouf has not had a good history in a long time, and it's just, it's been known that he struggles with alcoholism. Um, I'll read off what his response was. 
But long story short, she said, you know, at one point, like, he was driving like crazy, you know, threatening to crash the car unless she said that she loved him. She begged to be let out the car. He pulled over at a gas station and she took her bags. He followed her, assaulted her, threw her against the car, screamed in her face, and then made her get back in the car. So that was the main thing that made her draw the lawsuit. But she said many times over the course of their relationship, um, he has been physically, emotionally, and mentally abusive. Um, and he did respond to the comments. He said, you know, because um, this, like I said, this isn't the first time it ha it's happened. This is not the first time that a woman has accused him um, of like having abusive behavior. So he said, I'm not any, in any position to tell anyone how my behavior made them feel. I have no excuses for my alcoholism or aggression, only rationalizations. I have been abusive to myself and everyone around me for years. I have a history of hurting the people closest to me. I'm ashamed of that history and I am sorry to those I hurt. There is nothing less, or there is nothing else that I can really say. Um, so admitted so to that, I think, yeah. yeah, let me make sure I'm reading this right. Okay, he responded to the concerns ra raised by his former girlfriend who accused him of abusive behavior. Okay, okay, so I guess the other ex-girlfriend spoke out too, so he was responding to the other girl, not directly to FKA Twigs, but people kind of took that clip or whatever, where he basically does admit to it. So, the reason that I bring this up is because, obviously, Shia Booth, we don't condone none of that crazy shit. Like, and it's really, really disappointing. I mean, he is a celebrity, so we don't put celebrities on pedestals, but it is disappointing. Um, but the discussion came up where a couple women were like, she knew about his history of abuse. And my whole thing is, I think that it's really, really unfair to judge a woman for being in a relationship with a man that, I mean, because some of the women's arguments were that, well, he knew that she was abusive. This isn't the first time that this has happened with him. Why did she get with him? I feel like that's victim blaming. You know what I mean? And it was just really, really frustrating because so many women were justifying the fact that he's a public figure and it's come out before that he does this shit. But as a woman, I feel like, especially men who are abusive tend to be very, very charming, you know, and you never think like, he wouldn't do that to me. You know what I mean? Like it's, they're very specific on who they choose as their targets too. So like, I was just a little bit concerned about this because a lot of the stuff that I was saying about it was like, well, she knew how he was. So I'm like, this is some goofy shit on a lot of levels because obviously he shouldn't be doing this behavior. And then he comes out and admits it. So like, I'm assuming he's going to lose in court. Just, I mean, he didn't address it directly, but I'm going to assume he's going to lose in court because he just basically said that he has abused his partners in, in the past. So I just wanted to throw that one out there because I, I did need to bring up, even though he was a fave of mine in the past, that was some goofy shit, you know, and it seems like I, I didn't realize that I picked two stories about women suing their partners, but obviously this one was way, way, way more serious, so. <laughs> yeah, and it, it sucks because I absolutely I like Twigs. Um, I've been listening to her since about 2015. Um, so she's know. a singer. Yeah, Twigs okay. is dope. She actually um one of her songs was on one of the episodes of Power too, and I got really excited. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, it's the, I want to say it's the episode, what was the, the chick name, the, the white girl that Tommy was with when he, that. Holly, they killed. <laughs> Holly. It was Holly, the episode yeah. when like they was going through it and she was just like listening and then they started playing Twigs and when I heard the song, I, I got excited because I was like, that's Twigs. But yeah, he on some goofy shit. Like, I think there's, there is some level of merit. Now let me finish. There's some level of merit to being like, oh, this is a dangerous situation. Why would you put yourself in that situation? There's some merit to that, just generally speaking. However, you can't get to a point where you're you're putting the onus of abuse on the survivor of exactly. Abuse. You can't get to a point where she's more responsible. So you can look at it and be like, well, this is self-inflicted, but then like no woman really deserves to be abused like physically or, you know, like like yeah. no one no woman deserves that and so while yeah she shouldn't have she shouldn't have been that's like so like when women deal with dudes that's like known to like notoriously cheating and then they get mad i was gonna bring that up i was gonna bring that you know up <laughs> get and it's like well the nigga's a cheater at the same time he shouldn't be cheating if he commits to you he shouldn't be cheating but like, you know he cheated on his last 10 ex-girlfriends you know like, bro bro <laughs> The nigga's a football player and a cute. Like, what are you? What are oh you my god! <laughs> <laughs> we at college. He a football player and a cute, and you just—it's only me. Yeah, all right. Okay. <laughs> Some women feel that way. Like, it's not gonna happen to me. Like, it's not gonna be. But it, it did frustrate me reading all these women saying, "Well, it, you knew he was like this," and that is the exact point that I was gonna get at. We be knowing that these men be cheating sometimes. We be knowing that these men, you know, have all these other issues. We be knowing, but that doesn't take the onus off that person. So, yeah. Right, it doesn't. It doesn't. But, lady, if you, but if you, if you see the red flags, get away, leave that situation, because um, it's it's only gonna escalate. Absolutely. You know, it is his fault, but at the same time, if you're seeing red flags like that, don't even. Don't even get yourself in that situation because it, it, yeah, just don't get your, avoid that situation if possible. Yeah. And I hope she wins in court. So even though the last sister lost this one, she deserves to win. <laughs> Me too, but not for the same reason. I just like Twigs. So I hope she Yeah. <laughs> I hope Twigs wins. <laughs> uh, I don't have go- goals this week. I feel bad, but I'm, I'm going to give y'all two. I don't want to commit to saying I'm gonna give y'all two goes next week, but I'm gonna give y'all two goes next week to balance it out because I don't like like imbalance. I don't like that we had two goofies this week and no goals. There are goals that exist in the world. Let's get into our main segment. You ready? I was born ready. If you stay ready, you're <laughs> so today's episode is going to be about the worst type of people to date. So I'm going to talk about the worst men to date and JT is going to talk about the worst women to date. And I just wanted to talk about this because I feel like as single people, we've definitely seen some things. And when you've dated enough, you start to see patterns and you start to see like the same type of stuff over and over and it just gets to the point where you're like you know what that's actually not going to work for me so mm-hmm. i wanted to bring this to the subject to the forefront because i thought this is going to be something fun to talk about and i think that you know just saying you know 
fuckboy suck. I think that that's just too general because there's levels to this fuckboy shit. I think that just saying don't date fuckboys is way too vague. So we're going to break it down today. So, I mean, nah. You guys are going to say, what? I ain't nah, even started I'm yet. Not, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a fuckboy, so I ain't got nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, saying fuckboys it's too general yeah it is because you you like well what is it because it's it's subjective because you know yeah i, I feel it you know go go, on, go ahead let's look <laughs> not you leaning back in your chair y'all he leaning back pouring his drink like he ready all right so Good i'm gonna go. go first then it's home court advantage ladies first whatever you nope. gotta come up with to <laughs> do but i'm gonna go first so i'm starting off with mr mamas so normally we'd be like yeah miss mamas this is mr mamas because this dude is a mama's boy and mama's boys are the worst to date so it's so funny because as women we're often like thinking about the ideal guy we want to date and most of us will say like i want him to have a good relationship with his mother but like a lot of these men are not off the tip yet and it shows like it shows if you waking up in the middle of the night to go like do stuff for your mom or like you got to drop everything you're doing when we're in the middle of dinner or something like that like some men just do not know how to put like just not leave your mama behind, but like have some respect for your relationship. And like, obviously, you know, when you're married, it's different. But I hear from married women too about how much of a mama's boy their men are. So it's, it is something that you have to catch in the beginning because it's frustrating when you're dating someone and like, you're not the priority. When I'm dating somebody, I always want to be the top priority unless you got kids. And that's why I don't date men with kids. <laughs> so i'm throwing it out there the worst men to date number one is mama's boys what you think? <laughs> <laughs> what? That's funny. well i'm a mama's boy <laughs> you're a self-proclaimed mama's but, boy but are you a true I, I am a true mama's boy oh but hell women that's out there my mom all my, my my all my parents and grandparents are deceased so you don't have to worry about it but I I wasn't like I, I I did had to learn how to find a balance between like dating and my mom. Like I'm not leaving the date to go do something with my mom. If my mom's in the hospital, alright, I'll leave. But that's different, right? That. And you know what? I think it's partially on the men because I feel like once you get to a certain point in adulthood, you can't blame how you was raised. But then it's partially on their moms, and you see it now. My son, my king. Mama's boy. Anytime you see that, mama's boy. <laughs> That's true. Mamas be coddling their sons, and I'm definitely wait, uh, raising an equal opportunity household because mm -hmm. I just, even growing up, I used to think it was so unfair that, like, you know, just because we, you know, were different sexes, my little brother got away with stuff that we wouldn't have been able to do because we're women. You know what I mean? Like, right, I'm not right. raising a household that's sexist, but mamas love to coddle their sons. They do. But they to do. your point, it gets to a certain age where you're like, you like, want to go the fuck up. Like, I'm 31 and my mom been deceased for five years, so I can't be talking about, oh, I don't know how to cook because I had a twin sister and I had my siblings and there was never mm -hmm. any reason for me to cook. Like, 
which is why I'm learning how to cook now. But still, I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm working on it, and it's not an excuse. Like, you know what I'm saying? Growing up, there was never any reason for me to. But, I, I you know, I'm learning now. <laughs> But you see what I mean? What we got to deal with on the other side? Like, you don't know thing. how to wash clothes. No, nah, here's the thing. No, 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 no. But that's that's different. That's food. Because if I can't cook it, we can get takeout or I take you out. I'm going to make sure you fed. And we go, we, <laughs> we go find a means to it. <laughs> what you got for the, for the worst All one? Right. So the worst one is I'm going to go with the Instagram attention seeker. Like the one who posts the thirst trap, knowing it's a thirst trap, and then get mad at the attention that come with it. Now I get it, women get nice for them, but still, y'all know what y'all be doing when y'all send the 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 thirst trap. The one who do everything for the likes. Like, why did you just take seventy five selfies to post one of them? And then if it don't get enough likes, you're going to delete it. Like, and then you putting value in Instagram likes. Like, one like equals zero dollars. What are you doing? Like, that that right there, for me, can't work. That, that's the worst. That's, that's, that's the worst. And, and it's the crazy thing. They be all, getting all the attention on Instagram, but then y'all go to dinner. Your plate's in the picture. Her plate in the picture. And then you not in the picture. All you see is the Rolex forearm tattoo. Oh, I love those photos. <laughs> one, one of my friends was like, look, if you do that and I'm not in the picture, you paying for the date. And I was like, I don't know if I go that far, but I mean, the logic makes sense. I wasn't there. So <laughs> it makes sense. Yikes. Oh, I, I, I give you that. Like, it's we do get dressed for ourselves. I I am going to give you some pushback on the 75 photos things. You don't understand. You just don't I, understand. The the light don't be right. You just don't understand. We got to take 100 yep. photos minimum. <laughs> <laughs> like why? Because like, lighting, I may look pudgier than I want to look. Like my eyes look funny. I want to hit another angle. My butt looks smaller than it's supposed to. Like it's a lot of things that like go on in our brain. Or I just know that this picture, or I know that this picture, this outfit, my energy, the scenery, I know that it has potential to be great. So we gonna take these pictures. Period. Oh, so that that's why that's why when we get there, y'all be taking like another thirty minutes to get ready because y'all be making sure y'all got this. You're trying to capture uh-huh, uh-huh. a moment. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's perfect. <laughs> okay. Shit. Yeah. You know, it's gonna be a couple perfect ones though, because we're gonna okay. we're gonna the process of elimination. It's gonna be out of the hundred. It's gonna be fifteen bangers, but it's like what's gonna be the banger? But you know, I'm not gonna hate because like in five years when you make the Twitter or Instagram post like this is how it all started and you got a picture that's banging. All right, you. <laughs> all right, I get y'all that. We appreciate nice things, so I don't yeah. complain about women that you know feel feel good, look good, and want to take pictures. It's a little annoying, but I mean, whatever. I can deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> but you make a good point about the plate thing. I I knew you were about to say that because I think that shit is so funny. But women, we don't like 
giving ourselves up too soon as far as like who we're dating but I do see that a lot like I'm clearly at dinner I'm clearly with a person who is clearly a man but you're not gonna see who he is like I like that I think it's I think it's funny but if you've been dating somebody for a long time that is that is a bad person to date because you really not gonna like get a picture of me and my you gonna take a picture of my food like but I'm not in the picture like what you like who you why you hiding me and and he's, and I'm I'm a person I don't put nothing on Facebook I don't put any of my relationships on Facebook but like oh so I'm just not here all right you paying you pay for that I'm not here remember? <laughs> I'm gonna go in a similar direction though so for all me right. like some of the worst guys to date so this is all job specific so okay. I said Instagram influencers, uh, club promoters, <laughs> personal trainers, and motivational speakers. <laughs> so there is a reason behind every single one of this. I feel like you kind of touched on it with the influencer thing. Like something that frustrates me, but see, you just said this, but something that frustrates me is when you go to a man's Instagram and it's single. And I'm probably going to do an episode about this because this really, really, like, grinds my gears. If mm-hmm. you're in a long-time committed relationship, like, one picture of your bae, like, you, I just don't understand why men, like, have single-ass Instagram pages. So, like, these Instagram influencer men, they, the same shit as your Instagram girl is doing, like, you're clearly out of the country on a vacation, Someone clearly recorded you getting into that boat or eating that exotic food. Or we be asking strangers. We be asking strangers. <laughs> it be strangers. Lies. Like you clearly are out with someone else. Like, and then on Valentine's Day they completely different disappear. No stories at all. Nothing at all. Like Instagram influencers in general are just the worst people to date because. Another thing that bothers me, I have friends who are super Instagrammy, and it's like, sometimes we chilling at the kickback and we drinking, and I'm talking my shit. And I, I know people that will literally just start recording the room. Look at us, look at us, you know, hanging out and chilling. I am talking about somebody's baby mama right now. What is you doing, girl? <laughs> like, I am dragging the fuck out of this girl. Like, what's happening right now? <laughs> And you on you on your fourth mimosa and then accidentally dropped the name and it then got recorded. Like I feel you on that. Live in the moment. Yes. Live in the moment. Yes. Live in the moment. So Instagram influencers, club promoters, I feel like this shit is obvious. They are hoes and they be in the streets. I mean, literally the streets. <laughs> they are literally in the streets. And I feel like every girl has like at least entertained a club promoter once or thrice because especially in my college days like that's how you get in that's how you cut lines that's how you get on tables that's how you get into places for free but like to truly date a club promoter at this big age their whole thing is like they're like car salesmen but for the club you know what I mean like they're super snaky and oh yeah you know you're so beautiful you know oh your dress looks so nice they're always trying to smooth with people they're super charismatic but I just feel like it's prime retail for a fuckboy and to be like on some cheating type shit like club promoters are just so they greasy but they greasy but you do need to keep a couple of them 
I mean, I don't really club anymore at my big age, but you do need to keep a couple of them around. Personal trainers is the same reason. Like, personal trainers always fucking their clients. Everything about them is visual. Everything, <laughs> everything is visual. Everything is visual. They always be fucking their clients. Like, I, I had a trainer that was married. That was like the only trainer I knew that was not fucking his clients. But most of them do. And it's like, you have to just have really good self-esteem to date a personal trainer. Like if your body's not like bodybuilder type, because he is training people who is probably either really in shape or about to be in really good shape. (laughs) And somebody said this a long time ago that like, have you heard this before? Like working out is like an aphrodisiac. Someone has maybe I made that up, but I feel like I heard this before. Like, but it's you know what I mean. Like, if you've ever like worked out with someone on a date, it's really really hot. You know what I mean? Like, it's a really really good little prequel or whatever. So mm-hmm. like, you know, I don't know something about personal trainers and being in heat with somebody. Like, I don't I don't fuck with it. Like personal <laughs> trainers, I just I can't do it. Um, and then motivational speakers, like, they just like to hear themselves talk honestly (laughs) if you are i'll never forget this let me not be too specific before i get in trouble but um Uh oh basically someone was dating this guy and he had motivational speaker in his bio and this dude was like we were younger so this dude was like 23 24 and i'm like what the fuck is he motivationally speaking about he is a baby like a whole ass kid who are you experienced like and he didn't grow up in a hood he didn't have some rag to riches story like he had like i won't get into it because i will get in a lot of trouble (laughs) but like he he came from a family who was doing very well for for themselves he was doing well for himself like so I'm, i'm just trying to understand like what are you motivationally speaking about those dudes the same shit like they just be on their car salesman shit. They always got some shit to just like, they just be talking. They really just be talking and they like to hit themselves. <laughs> so there are some very specific jobs <laughs> or jobs that men claim to have that I just feel like make them the worst to date. Honestly, I've never tried to date any of those men, so I can't speak <laughs> on this. But as a guy who doesn't put anything about people that I'm dating on social media, I am going to push back on that a little bit. I do think that, generally speaking, the less people know about you, the better. Now, occasionally, will a woman end up in my story? Yeah, that happens. But honestly, I mean, you might not make my Facebook till we've been married for two years. Like, Wow. Well, here's the thing. That's not important to me. I'd be on Facebook to talk to you for entertainment. <laughs> if I'm a promoter. Y'all heard that, right? He be on Facebook so he can argue with me. I told y'all. <laughs> that's what I'd be on Facebook for. I don't, I don't find valid. Because the problem that we'll get into is like, like I said earlier, the Instagram, you know how People be like, I, people be trying to find validation in those posts, and yeah. like, I've never been they anyone's be man goals. The couples' goals don't be couples' goals. Jay Z and Beyonce <laughs> was couples' goals to her sister fought him in the elevator. Like, they still couples' be, goals to some people. I don't know why. Will they is couples' goals. Like, I just, I, I don't. 
don't mind Will and Jada because they live by their own rules. I don't I don't mind them. They're not couples goals for me though. But they, they do. But my thing is, all right, could you will I occasionally it's inevitable that if I'm kicking it with somebody and we have you, I'm gonna tag them in a the post. They go show up on my story. But am I gonna go in and change my relationship status and post all of the pictures in my phone and stuff like that? Probably not. It's not about the validation or posting all the photos. I describe posting your partner, like, and I'm talking someone you've been, we'll say like, six months. Is six months fair? Someone you've been in a relationship with for six months, posting one photo. It could just be y'all out doing something. It don't have to be the couple's goals, they pictures, look at us all dressed up or, you know, looking nice for dinner or whatever. But like one photo, just so people know you off the market. Like what if so, somebody was trying to slide? Like so you could I'm, prevent any extra drama. I'm going to show you something on my Instagram, right? Mr. Flintstone 328. Go ahead. The photo of me is with my two best friends from July of 2019. The only photos I've posted since then was my voted sticker when I voted, because that's important. And then I got a picture of Kobe, like Kobe's jerseys in the rafters. Okay. I don't even post pictures of myself on my Instagram. Now, my story it's going. I'm one of those people that get up at 7 a.m. and send out 16 memes. That's me. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm that person. If it's not for you, just let me know. I won't send them to you. But I wake up at 6.30 and send like 15 memes out to, to all my friends. That's me. I'm that person. But like, I don't, my Instagram, like no one's on my Instagram. Like my twin. Is her face going to be on, is her face in I, it don't have to be couples ghost pictures but like is her face and it's going to be clear that this is your partner going to make to, make it to your instagram after six months no but, <laughs> but, 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 but hear me out let me finish let me finish let me finish all the people who are important to me who would be at my wedding will have will will have a picture of her face before we get to that point we're going to table this because this is a hot subject for me. <laughs> I take a major issue with this, but we're going to table this because I want to do a whole episode specifically about how men don't be claiming they women on socials. <laughs> Please bring me back because I'm, I'm only, only get three minutes. Oh, Lord. So tell us about these women. <laughs> All right. Ooh. So I jotted down a, a few of them, not in any particular order. Okay. <laughs> and this is in the same the same context and this is this is probably i like how this is flowing because this is probably why i don't put stuff on facebook the <laughs> stay out my business but on my business is on facebook chick like i don't need to know about your baby my daddy drama the drama that you had at work your family drama like it's some people every single time they post the status that they're sad we know it's about a nigga. They'd be like, I'm always there for everybody, but nobody's there for me. <laughs> no, they're not there for you. And we know which one you talking about. Or it'd be nice to be, you know, told that you're appreciated or for somebody to show you some appreciation. No, you want that nigga to show you some appreciation. Like, so like that 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 really bothers me where like people just put all of their business on social media like i don't need to know about your family drama like i can't mess with you 
because I don't want my business on social media. I don't even put who I'm messing with on social media. <laughs> and it's going to be all over that joint. <laughs> Dog, like, that is the work. That, like, what do you get from that? I don't understand. And the thing is, the comments be all women that think like her. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> it just be all oh, yes men yes women like it don't be nobody who like well he got a point just they they get blocked and deleted like <laughs> the the people who just in general people that that's that shit is messy that's so messy like i just nah <laughs> and the words of the great poet sir Dwayne carter stop letting the messy hoes mess with your business <laughs> That's one of my favorite quotes from him. Facts. Facts. Like, <laughs> women like them, that that costs you. It might not be monetary, but it's going to cost you something. They expensive. They expensive. So, no, nah, I can't. Mm -mm. I agree with that because, like, I, I will say I am very, very strategic about what I post on social media. People mm. only know things because I want them to know things. Like, I, nothing that goes on my socials is by accident at all. So even if I'm revealing something that's, like, embarrassing or crazy, it's, it's because I want to engage in a dialogue about that. But I'm like, yeah. for the most part, I'm not just posting my business. And another thing, like, because, like, I'm here, you know, in D.C. and my family's back in Michigan, Sometimes I can't call all of y'all and tell y'all, you know, like I just got into a car accident. Sometimes, you know, I'm in the, you know, like in, in the thick of it. And I'm just like, people are going to want to know. I'm going to just throw it up, whatever, you know? So for me, Facebook is, you know, for the fun and for the engagement, but also like, so I can get my family and keep them updated. Um, but some women you're right, they will, like, and, and the thing that I don't like about it is it's, like, it could be good today, and then tomorrow is bad, but then when it's back good, I'm, like, wait, girl, so, like, I, I feel like I'm reading a story, so what happened with that time that y'all got into it at dinner and got kicked out the restaurant, like, I want to know what happened next, <laughs> and after five back and forths, she posts her ultrasound, that's how it be. Shut up. Shut up. And then she be tagging the dude, and it's always some hood dude with a fucked up ex agnostic middle name on Facebook. It'll be like, who if if one of y'all look, sis, I'm tired of little Harold at <laughs> get money eight one zero Flint nigga Williams. <laughs> Ricky taste they tatted. If you ever seen shit, DC girls say. <laughs> Y'all can have them, sis. Y'all can have them. Like, is this specific to the hood burger <laughs> genre, though? Like, do you? I guess it's hard because, like, we're we're in the college. I mean, obviously, we've been out of college for a while, but you know what I mean. Like, we're around like people who are educated. But I do honestly, there are some people that I know who are educated and not of the hood burger genre that do still just tell too much of their fucking business, and it's just like. It's I don't like, need to know every single thing. Every time he pissed you off, like, I don't need to know. You know you what know I mean? You know what it was? They never got a whooping when they was little for telling too much. You know how kids yeah. ain't built to her and they say too much shit? And you get home and your mama is like, yeah, you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have told them that. Or yo, yo, you getting some benefit that you ain't supposed to get and the kid uh -oh. go tell the wrong people. Uh -oh. Like, 
when you saying that you they saying that you uh under the age to get into the buffet but the kid really older like right, right. too much <laughs> so they are nine yeah. <laughs> up. nine yeah that that didn't happen to them because that that is when you learn like some shit don't need to be shared yeah. you should telling your family business so i just and don't yeah. tell it to that extent you know what if you want to say like now this was my hood booger cousin like and she probably ain't gonna listen to the show so i can talk shit but um so my hood booger cousin i mean it was a volatile situation i mean this dude like assaulted her while she was pregnant and she like posted like my baby daddy and da 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 and Did then she leave next him? week huh did she leave him no, that's the point that I'm making. The next week, my baby daddy is so great. That's my husband. He got me a, you know, a nice bubble bath and a foot rub when I got home. And I was like, girl, you just said he pushed you down the stairs last week. Right, like, exactly. Daddy, what? Exactly. Like, yeah, no, that, right. they, they take a lot. <laughs> it's not, it's not. They definitely take a lot out of you because all your business is gonna be on front street <laughs> men sure. are messy but they're not messy publicly well not men like that and, all your business to and to that's call. what be getting people that's what be getting people caught up on facebook and it's not like i'm i lie or cheat like and this is another thing about that when people tell people business or they're like i saw such and such why i don't you know to go back to that first one while i i don't put anything on facebook like people can have a negative information from the wrong perspective and go on with their own narrative yeah and that ain't got nothing to do with me and so now i'm in the position where i'm trying to defend something that that ain't got nothing to do with me and i just i don't deal with it like anybody i'm dating i tell you, you can't deal with nothing on facebook for me because i'll be on there for entertainment yeah sometimes and then sometimes i'll be trying to push an agenda <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to shift gears a little bit. Okay. I want to talk about the three-letter guy. So this is the worst men to date. Three letters. Three-letter guy. So he'll text me, and he'll be Mm -hmm. like, W-Y-D. That's my go-to. You ain't shit. (laughs) (laughs) W-Y-D. Wait, wait, wait. Or the letter U, and then U-P. So U up. Or GM. GM. Good morning. Listen. It's fine. It's fine if you put the beautiful after it. GM beautiful. <laughs> you know this is some fuck shit. This is irritates me so much. Because these men, first of all, can you like give me the decency to spell out the word for me? Like, can you say good morning? Like, actual good morning? It's too hard to text that to a bunch of people. See, that's the problem. You can't copy and paste, my guy. You can't copy and paste. (laughs) What you doing? Not what you doing. W-Y-D. And won't even put a punctuation. That upsets me. It it is very very. There's a lot of things upsetting to me and my homegirls. This <laughs> particular situation. <laughs> this particular. You can't even put a question mark behind WYD. You're just gonna text me WYD. We'll that see. Bothers me. 
maybe maybe they trying to like maybe that's a buffer because if they don't put a question mark there then you know they don't know how to use commas so maybe it's like because <laughs> here's the thing <laughs> men who do this and they do this religiously it's not like a guy i've been dating for a while it the, the issue that women have with this is that it lacks intention so you're not saying wyd because you're about to pull up specifically with some food <laughs> you're not saying wyd because i'm about to take you out or or whatever the case or i'm about to call you like i i mentioned this on a prior show i was dating a guy earlier this summer that he would ask me what i'm doing but he was asking me that because he was getting ready to call me and i love that shit so it's like there are like exceptions to that but for the most part most men would not like him most men didn't do that like most men absolutely are texting you what you're doing just because they're bored and they're on bullshit and they want to see they want to be entertained and i am not here to entertain you what are you doing you up you up works again there's except exceptions if this is a regular booty call situation you know some woman is down for it but like uh -huh. if that hasn't been established yet and you sending you up texts nah and then the gm there was this guy <laughs> He used to text me, good morning. And I think he used to say, put the beautiful man too. He used to text me, good morning, every single day. Every Start day. your day off right. No. It was so <laughs> robotic. It was so robotic. It was ridiculous. And I'm just like, and then the thing is, there was never any follow-up behind it. I'd be like, thank you, good morning. Let's have a conversation behind this. You know what I mean? Like, what's on your agenda today? Like, what are you doing today? When am I going to get to see you? When am I going to get to talk to you? Like, yeah. every day. Good morning. And then the <laughs> conversation would fizzle out because there was nothing to talk about. But I, he felt that he was doing something because he was texting GM or good morning every day. That's maintenance. We talked about, I talked about this on the last or two episodes ago. That's maintenance. Like, mm -hmm. The three-letter guy is trash because there's never any intention. There's never any follow-up. It's not what you're doing. I'm trying. I'm about. I'm trying to bring you food, or I got your favorite snack cake, or whatever. Like, right. it's not none of that. There's no plans. There's no spontaneity. You know what I mean? Like, it's never any intention. And even if there is intention behind it, it's like last minute as fuck. And it's like if we aren't on that level, like don't be hitting me up on some last minute you up type shit. Like don't do that. So beware of the three letter <laughs> So I'm you be sending the three letters, don't you? I'll be. I'm gonna push back just a little bit. I do <laughs> send the three letters, but I don't think it, like you said, it's not the three letters it's the lack of intent so usually when i send three letters it's because i use the what you're doing as a are you available you know what i'm saying so if i say what you're doing it's usually followed by you hungry one yes. I'm trying to up with you. or every once in a while it's a not even once in a while sometimes it's genuinely what you're doing hey you were on my mind. I was thinking about you. How's your day going? Did anything crazy happen to you today? It's, you know, some, or, and sometimes it can be a, okay, I just want to see how you was doing. COVID is going on. I just want to check on you. I so you will say that. You will spell that out. 
No, I say what you're doing. I send a WID. But no, no, I mean, you spell out what, what the follow-up that you're saying. You will spell out, I'm right. just yeah, checking yeah, on yeah. you. Like, yeah, you just, just checking on you. COVID's going on. I want to see how your day was going. Or I was thinking about you. Or are you hungry? Or, you know, but, I saw But you hungry will work every time. About. That got me excited. I don't know about hey, y'all, hey, ladies, hey, but you're hey, actually no, nobody. Here's the thing. <laughs> this is the irony in that. Y'all don't never know what y'all want to eat. But oh, my God. Y'all hungry. Y'all good. You don't know what the hell you want to eat, but you you hungry. Like, what you, you doing? You hungry is always a, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's all. That's always a win. So, I push back a little bit, but I understand there are some guys. Now, devil's advocate. I try and think about, like, where we are in society and technology, and what I think is happening is that, like, the approach, which is how you walk up to approach a stranger that you don't know. Like, and I had to learn this for myself. Like, if I meet a stranger at the bar and I want to buy her a drink and approach her and start talking to her, if I meet a woman that's out and about doing her own thing and I want to approach her and have a conversation, because of social media, guys have sort of, not even sort of, because we never knew, we haven't practiced or learned how to talk to women. We don't have those awkward conversations at the beginning. We don't have an awkward approach. And then, like, a lot of guys, they don't know how to carry a conversation with a woman. They, they do just not. Say. They do not. You know, they, they, I think some women are like that, too. But just with the, way, with the way our society is, a lot of guys are, you know, going after the girl. And it's like, you finally get our number. You finally got our attention. You've been putting hard eyes and kissy faces on her Instagram <laughs> for six months. And then if her personality is dry, and I'm not saying she's dry, but say, for example, you hit somebody up like, hey, how you doing? And they giving you one word answers. Now, the woman might have gave you her number, but she might not be completely interested. So you're trying to force a conversation and you just get one word answers and you don't really know how to respond. So what you're doing or what are you up to is the next. And then she's like, I'm at work. Oh, okay, cool. Are you having a good day at work? Uh-huh, it's work. Because uh, now I'm a conversationalist, okay? So like I always can like I can always turn a conversation into something. Like right. you don't have to give me nothing if I want to. But if a guy is hitting me up, WID, you need to hit me up with something behind it. Even if you do just want to talk bullshit, be like, yo, I just saw this meme about Harry Potter and I thought of you. It was so funny. Like that's cool. You know what I mean? But like hitting me up on some BS. I don't, I'm not big, if I'm, if I'm short like that, I'm at work, oh, it's work, I don't really fuck with a dude, I'm gonna be honest, if I'm texting you like that, that short, because I will, but it, it's just me, I'm very big on conversation, and I will, mm -hmm. like, I will give you things, I'll say, today was such a crazy long day at work, I can't wait to get home, because then your next thing should be, Oh, what are you looking forward to when you get home, or what time do you get off, did you want to do right. something, you know, like, I'm, I'm, I Unfortunately, I do feed men when it comes to conversation it, because I know that it's something that they struggle with, but it's something that I'm okay with because I just pat on the back. I'm just better at conversation than most people. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just I'll like, yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, I do feed men when it comes to conversation. So I'm going to give you stuff. I'm going to give you stuff to interact with. And if you don't interact with that, that's, it's nothing I could do. True, true. I, I agree. And there's there's some people who just struggle with conversation and they're boring. I think some dudes just want to be like, what you doing? And expect the woman to be like, all right, I'm about to come over and fuck. And that's just, <laughs> not, that's just not, that's just not how it works. Even though, even though 
there are some women in some circumstances where when I text what you doing, they really want to come over and fuck, but. So they texting you right back, like, I want free, can I come over? Like, they texting no, no, no. They... I'm not. I'm not saying that that's what they're texting. I'm saying that, like, when I'm, when I'm hitting them up, the woman is looking forward to me texting. And if in that situation I play my cards right, then what she wants to happen and what I want to happen is the same thing and it'll play out. Cause niggas are niggas are fuck up a, a fuck. Think about it. Oh, you at you at bottomless mimosas at brunch with your girls and you ain't got nothing else to do, and the right person hits you up. You like, oh, I'm about to, and then you fuck it up with this conversation. So I say this often: <laughs> men talk themselves out of pussy every day, every oh. day. Every minute, every moment, like it be some guys. You're right. It be some guys like, oh, I can't wait to hear from him. But then you uh-huh. out on some bullshit. Like you don't got no real good conversation. Like you know what I mean. We need a little coaxing. I need to know that you're interested. You know, and some people are just, you know, some people are just dry during certain methods of communication. But ugh, yes, it's true. Men talk themselves out of pussy all the time. It is what it is, and that's their fault. Like I. I, don't know I used to do that. I, I've done that quite a few times. Not because I was being dry. I just talked myself out of it. So I might be to... talking too much. Might be talking about shit. We like, uh-uh, I don't fuck with that. Like, it's, it's, yeah. it just, it happens every day. It, it does. It does. But I, I can respect it, though. Because if I say some wild shit and that <laughs> turns you off, then it wasn't meant to be. Fair. So I, I, I can respect it. But I've talked myself out of some before. <laughs> it hurt. <laughs> what you got next for me? All right, so the one I'm going to go with next, I labeled it as low self-esteem, but I don't know if low self-esteem actually um, is the proper definition. It's the one who gets mad that we compliment. You know what I mean? The one who is like, I'm like, oh, good morning, beautiful, or wow, you look amazing. It's like, I'm just average. I'm okay. Like, that's one of the worst people. That's one of the who be like, well, why do you call me beautiful or stop complimenting me? I think you're beautiful. Like, I think you look good. Like, that's one of the word undated. That's really happy. Are you bullshitting? No lie. I've had I've had women that is like, hey, um, you know, I appreciate the compliment, but you call me beautiful too much. I've had that happen to me. I'm not just saying that. Or I've had women where it's like, wow you really look amazing. I'm really, you know, like, you you look great. And, it, and she's like, uh, I mean, I'm okay, I guess. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't like that. Like, that. like, I don't like that. <laughs> I can't even call a woman beautiful no more. <laughs> now. So now I'm sending what you're doing instead of good morning beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> well, Here's the thing with the you call me beautiful too much thing is like is it after every sentence because that shit does get annoying like I've posted screenshots before of like guys talking to me and it's like good morning beautiful I'm like hey how you doing oh I'm great beautiful I'm about to go to work beautiful and we're like oh okay, <laughs> okay so beautiful like what are you doing this afternoon beautiful and I'm just like can you stop it's <laughs> like nigga my name is Jasmine no it's not like that it's like a it's more like a I might say a good morning, beautiful at the beginning. I might say a good morning. I might say a beautiful at the end of the night. I might put beautiful on the picture. And then if I see you in person, I'll say, wow, you look great. Or you look beautiful. 
something like that. Not like if I'm if I'm putting beautiful at the end of every sentence, then yeah, that's <laughs> annoying. But I think I think some women have. I think that society has normalized abuse in many different forms mm. to where like, um, and I'm not talking physical, I'm talking like a lot of mental abuse. I think like society has normalized it to where a lot of men do it because they think it's the right thing and then a lot of women expect it. So then when you get into a situation where a guy isn't abusive, it's foreign. It's It's weird. It doesn't feel like something that you're used to. So you're like, he really thinks that I'm beautiful and don't want nothing. So what you mean is like when a man is using those words to be manipulative or to like get something out of her. Like what did what do you mean by you said that we've been primed for abuse basically? What is that? Can you give like examples? Yeah. So there are guys who do that. So let me think of how I want to say this. So you could be in a relationship or a situation where a guy makes you feel like you're not shit without him and makes you feel like um, you need him in order to succeed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So then when you're with a guy who just appreciates you for being you and who yeah. thinks you are naturally pretty, now you're like, what's going on? At the same time, there are some guys who are like, you're beautiful just because they trying to fuck. Which for the life of me, I don't understand because for most women, you can just walk up to like, I'm trying to fuck. And if they with it, great. And if not, then you might get slapped. But you won't be mad. Here, here's the thing. If a guy approached you like that, right, you might get offended. You might be like, I respect myself too much. You may slap him. You might feel some type of way. But what you can never do is say that that guy was not honest and didn't oh give his intent up front. JC, you, you can never so good. I was like, man, this is going really well. You ain't said no crazy was, shit yet. <laughs> it was the no, 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 no. It's it's, it's about honesty. It's about honesty. It is. So like, <laughs> the delivery can be better. The, the delivery can be better, right? It can be better. But if all I'm interested in is sex with you, wouldn't you want to know that up front? Like, yo. We done both had six margaritas. I'm on vacation. You on vacation. Okay, that's different. Let's go back that's different. That's different. On vacation is different. I mean, not this, but even if it's not on vacation, like, yo, like, I mean, I've been looking at you. I know that you know that I've been looking at you and you've been looking at me. So, like, what's up? What's up when you leave here? You like, up? <laughs> not even a you up. See, that's different. We, that's different. Say, you know, what you normally know leave here, that's different. Okay, so so so, so you... that can happen, and like and and dudes shouldn't shouldn't lie because in those situations, if you like, yo, I'm not looking for nothing. I'm just trying to fuck. Cool, and and I'm I ain't gonna even hold you up. A lot of times you can be like, yo, I got somebody that I'm with, but I'm trying to have fun tonight on some chill shit. Like, is you down? And she'll be like, I mean, if you got it and she wants you, like, as long as you up front with it. You never know, like oh, you you never know, you never know. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like that is going. Oh, a lot of I was doing so good, and then a lot of people <laughs> gonna get mad at me. Oh my like, God, they're gonna beg me to bring him back, and so- <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, this is. I knew this shit was too good to be true, but now they know why I chose you for my first guest host. Oh my I feel- God. <laughs> 
All, all I'm saying is this. All I'm saying is this, right? Let's let's keep it 100, right? You, we, we can be 100, right? If I like somebody or if women like somebody, most people, if you want to have sex with somebody and it's that type of night and it's just sex, it really don't matter what they got going on. That could be relationships, business. In, in that moment, right now, when you're trying to get your nut off, it don't really matter. So dudes don't lie. Because at the end of the day, if a woman, I know that if a woman is trying to fuck me, if I'm in a relationship and I'll be like, yo, I got something going on, like this is cheating, but what you know what's <gasps> up? She gonna be not not that I would cheat. Not that I I'm would about to say. I would I would never I've never cheated. I, 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 on God, on my mom, I've never cheated. Okay. But in based on my experience. What I have found is that if a woman wants to fuck you, it's going down and you really, all you can do is mess up. You know what I'm saying? It don't really matter what you got going on. If she wants to, she will. So and it don't why, matter why? what dumb hmm? shit you say. No, no, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm keep it real. You're right. Because like, back to the point about like men talking themselves out of sex, like, if I already knew what time it was when I Dang. said that we was going out for dinner, honestly, I'm just trying to get through dessert. <laughs> like, I'm just ready exactly. for the repeat. You know this what I mean? This is like, a formality. Like, it, let's just, it, great just word. don't fuck up. <laughs> right now, don't do nothing extremely dumb. Mm-hmm. But to your point, <laughs> I, I, I give you a little bit of credit to your point, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how we even got on this topic, we but were I mean, about... it's one hundred. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were. So my people being saying, "Don't compliment me." That that oh, that's yeah, how we got yeah, yeah. That's this. what we were wow. talking about. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, yeah, that is sad, though." Like, I think a part of women's issues in dating, and just a part of the reason, like, why I started this platform, is mm-hmm. that you know a lot of it is struggles with self-esteem, and like, but you have to understand from a woman's perspective we're constantly being told like what is the ideal body type or what is the ideal facial makeup or what's the ideal hair type especially for a black woman you know we're being held to eurocentric standards and then we're being held to specific standards in our black community you know what i mean so it is difficult for women and i understand but just like we were talking about earlier with the mama's voice it gets to a certain point where it's like all right dude it's time for some therapy like if you know, you're complimenting a woman, and she said, "Don't compliment me." That's sad. It makes me sad. I'm gonna be honest. Right. It re- reminds me. We're not gonna go into this, but it reminds me of that Kevin Samuel thing last week that I talked <laughs> about, and how homegirl said that she was average, and that that shit made me sad because I'm just like, you really think that lowly of yourself? I, I'm a drink, so we don't go into. Okay, that. okay. I was gonna say we we did have a little sidebar but, before we started. So, okay, but I will I will say, and it's and it's so unfortunate because me. I like women. I rock dress. I got nipple hair. Not not nipple hair. Nappy hair. It's the drink. <laughs> I got nappy hair. So it's like, give me the messy bun that's nappy with the little with the little fupa and the tiger stripes on the side. Give me all that. I need all of that. He said he went the shit. I'm with it. I'm with it. Give me that. Give me that when you. When you wear them high waist jeans and tuck it in a little bit, give me that. Give me that. When you taking a picture like this and everybody got they, they like that, 
with that pose. You can't breathe while you're trying to take a picture, period. He looking silly as hell, but like, no. It's it's all about getting that perfect photo. We talked about this. (laughs) Exactly. Like, so, so, so I said that to say, like, a lot of times I see the natural beauty in folks. So if I'm like, wow, you're like really pretty. Like, aside from all of that, like, I like you. And then to hear, well, yeah, I'm okay. Nobody wants to date. And, and, and okay, that's the last thing I'm going to say about it. We're going to move on. But to the point of the young lady in that video that I talked about, listeners, like, last week, and Goofy's about I'm, that guy. Um, I'm drinking. The, to the point, a part of her issue, my thing and my response to that was, if she had more self-esteem, first of all, she wouldn't have been on his show, but she would love herself a little bit more. You know what I mean? And I think that people are attracted to, I will go ahead and segue, <laughs> but people are attracted to that energy. So See, you, we'll, almost, you almost got me in trouble with your followers right now. I, we don't, not, don't, 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 we're not going to talk about it. Ladies, I just want to say this thing about me. I'm a nice average looking man and y'all like, I'm, I'm good. You gonna let me post your picture on Instagram for promo? You can go ahead and tag my Instagram. I will make it public. And then okay, gonna... all right. Just for the week, the episode is out. He said JT <laughs> gonna make his Instagram public. So you gonna let people slide in your DMs? My DMs is open. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um. So I'm gonna get in. You wanna? We could. We could do one more piece. We could do one more piece. So right. I wanted to talk about the Builder Bear. The Builder Bear is the man that don't got his shit together, but he's going to convince you that you need to be there to support him and build him up so that he can achieve his goals and his dreams. You're going to build him. Mm, mm, mm. That is some bullshit. These men are the worst type of men to date because all it is is like women we are real big on potential and potential gets us in trouble. Like True. we will see, Oh, he could be the CEO one day. He might just be, you know, <laughs> scrubbing and the he, floors. And he lived with it in his grandma basement and sell weed. Right. Right. But it's just like, this dude is clearly on the struggle has not finished school or has gone to school, but has not finished his degree or is not trying like, but he convincing you, and, and this goes into, like, I didn't outright say it, but this goes into, like, men who just don't have it. Like, I don't feel that broke men should date. So if you don't have your shit together, like, that all is encompassed with the Build-A-Bear. Like, we, we build it especially with Black folks. Like, right. we build it together, queen. Don't call me no fucking queen. <laughs> I, I, Stop. I, I agree with you. And I, it's funny because I saw a post that was like, poor people don't deserve love. And it's like, it's not saying that poor people don't deserve love. What it's saying is, bro, you make $18,000 a year. Why are you trying to raise a family off that? You can't. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I get with you 100. Just to distinguish what you said versus what I said earlier, it's just, it, there is a difference between like being there for somebody and making them the best them and then doing it for them or pushing them to be like you saying the builder bear i gotta sit there with you through this eight month bid that you're doing in county oh, and then Lord. you get out and i try i think that's the stupidest shit in the world waiting on somebody when they get out and right? like, this is the dumbest shit in the world for me you I know agree. what i'm saying but there's a difference between that and me saying hey 
I'm struggling right now. I got ambition. I'm doing what I got to do. Hold me down. And I think the difference, the difference between the two is the internal motivation. So like me, I'm not going to be on my shit because a bitch want me to. Ooh, I shouldn't say that because a woman want me to. Thank you, you for catching yourself. <laughs> I'm going to do, I'm going to do what I need to do to be the best me and then find somebody who can help me continue down that path as opposed to me not doing nothing, me not being lazy. And then it's a woman that's like my mom. That yeah. my me what to do every day. You know, it's all kind of the same. If you think about it, it it's, is. it's because, all kind of the same shit. But for me, it's like, who gonna build me up? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and for me, I'm, I'm so like, hashtag independent woman. You know what I mean? Like, I'm so self-sufficient. I'm not coming into this situation, like, helping build you up. Because what the fuck are you doing for me? You know what I mean? Like, right. I have to come into this situation fully actualized. Like, I might talk about this on a later episode, but I love uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So I personally feel like I am at the point. I'm at the top. Like, I have reached full full actualization <laughs> in my life. Like, I've hit the tears. I'm at that point. I feel like a lot of people are lower in that, and they're still, like, getting up there or whatever. And so for me, like, I feel like I'm fully actualized. So, like, why do I have to help build you up? Because, like, nobody was here to do that for me. And what do I get out of this? Because they... You have to be selfish in dating. What do I get out of this? Because a lot of times, let's keep, we keeping it 100 here. A lot we of are. times, and we've seen this with celebrity man, the woman who was there building him up brick by brick, there for the failed businesses, there for him getting fired, there for him giving him money so he can just get by, they always end up leaving. Because I've heard like men talk about this, how men like don't really respect the woman who was there while he was on the come up. Because now that he's up, he has access to women he would never have access to. You know and what? And so you were good for that season that he was in. But I want the man, and, and this happened on Insecure. Remember, uh, do you watch Insecure? I haven't been catching up. I love Issa, though. I love uh, Awkward Black Girl, but I haven't <laughs> caught up. I haven't so, caught up. Basically, her ex, you know, was, was struggling for like four or five years. Uh, he was... Um, like in between jobs and then he started working at Best Buy oh, and then wait 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 you talking about when Lawrence at the end of the first session at the end of the first <laughs> season when he wanted the girl from the bank no no not I'm, not that that. I'm not talking I'm about that I'm not talking about that I'm not talking sure. about You're that not gonna do that to him so <laughs> you clearly are Lawrence type so they broke up you know what I mean and he ends up finally years or I don't know how long the time was but like a season or two later he ends up getting a great job IT company, whatever, like, he ended up getting a great job, had a great glow up, and then gets into a relationship, and Issa was like, damn, I feel like she profited on what I helped build, and a lot of women feel that way, they invested so much time into helping build a man, and somebody else gets to reap the benefits, fuck that, I want the man who's, the the girl that he ends up with is, everybody call her, like, different names, Condoleezza, honestly, I don't even remember what her name is, it starts with a C, but we don't like to call her her real name, because fuck her, (laughs) we team, or whatever, but Condoleezza, like, 
she Issa felt like she got to profit off of that and I'm gonna be Condoleezza okay y'all can sit up here and deal with these men and build them up for five six years and y'all can sue them like sis and goofies like y'all can do what y'all want to do I'm gonna be the one that's gonna get with that man after he has finally got his shit together and he gonna marry me within a year because I'm not oh, you, build a bear not at this age so, so I need me a Taraji from Acrimony that I can marry Honestly, in Acrimony <laughs> shut up <laughs> Is it crazy or is it passion? <laughs> this is too much Even though, We got to have a whole other episode about that movie. This is too, you know, Kevin, this is, too Kevin much is my cousin. That is one of JC's good friends. Kevin made me watch that, sh- that movie because he just wanted to see what I was going to say at the end. That I, 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 I want to know your opinion on it, too. We're going to have to talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. You got the last one. What is the worst women to date? <laughs> All right, so I got one of two that I wrote down that I can choose from. Uh, which one is probably worse? <laughs> I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with poor communicator. The the type of woman that won't now granted, there may be some times where you can't just say what's in your mind and you need a few seconds to vocalize your thoughts or you need a time away to like try and, you know, get collect your thoughts. Mm-hmm. that's fine but if you don't do that and you just don't want to say what's in your mind I can't I've learned me I know that in scenarios I hate micromanaging but I like constant feedback it's the same thing for relationships so like let me know what's going on shit if the sex was bad you can say that with me if the sex was great you can say that with me like communicate with me and then like don't ghost because I feel like it just in general, I feel like ghosting is a form of abuse. You know what I'm saying? So people who don't communicate, I, I can't deal with it. You know what? Someone said that episode three was a uh, ghost and is upsetting to me and my homegirls. And one of uh, my followers said that in the comments that ghosting is abusive. I want you to expound on it though. What did like, what do you mean by that? So it's a, ghosting is almost like a form of control so like for example if you and I have if we make a commitment to do something on Friday I know that you're looking forward to it I'm looking forward to it and then Friday gets here and I just don't say nothing at all to you you know what I'm saying (laughs) but I know that you're looking forward to this not to mention the biggest thing about ghosting that's that's frustrating with me it's not necessarily us linking up because I can find other shit to do. Mm-hmm. It's the also not valuing the time. You don't okay. respect my time. You, you don't know. So you don't value my time and you don't value your own time. And you don't know what I had going on or what special accommodations that I made to, to, to link up with you. So if you know on Thursday night that you either got another plan or don't feel like it and don't say nothing to me and then Friday you don't show up, you don't respect me. You don't value my time. You know what I'm saying? And you know that I'm looking forward to you. And now here we are, you having the time of your life and I done made accommodations for you for nothing. How does it go to abuse, though? I thought it was interesting that she used that word in the comment, but then you use that word, too. Like, how do you think that it goes from, like, you disrespecting my time to, like, you're, you're saying this is emotional abuse, basically? 
I do think that it's emotional abuse. It is. Because you're 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 taking someone, you're both committed, and then you're not honoring your commitments to that person. Okay. There are some situations where ghosting is acceptable. For example, a man or a woman is in an abusive situation and they need to get away. Mm-hmm. Ghosting going ghost is completely Absolutely. acceptable. Absolutely. But if you made a, a commitment to go out on Friday and then the nigga that you really want to fuck with hits you up and you need to change plans, then have enough respect for that person to call them and tell them, hey, I don't want to fuck with you. Or, hey, <laughs> something came up. Yeah. Or you ain't even got to make an excuse. Because me, I'm real. If I'm not really feeling it, it's, hey, I, I, I'll send this text verbatim. Hey, I had every intent of going out with you, but I'm just not really feeling it. Can we do something else or go another day? I'll say that because and this one thing I'm going on a tangent but I've learned this in dating too if you give an excuse for a person they can compensate for that excuse if you say you ain't got a ride I can pick you up if you say you ain't got no money I can pay if you say you ain't got no time we can do it a different time yeah if you say that you don't have the desire there's no comeback for that so you straight up said that you don't have the desire to do something yes Good that job. I don't have a desire. And I'll say exact. I'll say it just like, because you won't get upset if I say, honestly, I'm not feeling that, or I just don't have a desire to do something. I, I would desire to do something else. Women have a tendency to, we're, we're very protective of men's feelings. I don't know why, but we are very protective of like men's feelings or whatever. So we tend to sugarcoat like a lot of stuff because I mean, and there is a, a form of, you know, there is a lot yeah. of violence, you know, for women. Yeah, and you, you really could, honest. like refusing a man couldn't lead to death. Yeah, or yeah, but, yeah. So but that, I do in take general, that you know, even via text message, we still will not be a hundred, we won't be a hundred and just say, hey, I'm not really interested like I've done that you know I talked about this on the ghosting episode I have done that before but mm-hmm. you know some guys I didn't do that because I was like I don't think he's gonna take that well but yeah and if, if there's a safety concern then I mean we just got to deal with it and I think that the biggest thing about that is guys realizing that we we set up the circumstance or the situation for that to happen yeah. you know what I'm saying because women in that situation where you're like I don't think it's gonna take it well if women weren't being killed for not giving out their phone number, then that wouldn't right. happen. Right. So guys got to, we, we kind of have to take responsibility for that, but it still leaves me in a situation where it's like, just respect my time, communicate yeah. with me. If we're, if you were an hour away and we supposed to meet at eight and it's seven 30 and you yeah. haven't left yet, <laughs> it's seven 30 and it takes you an hour to get there. And you're supposed to be, you know, right now that you're going to be late. yeah you're right you're right it's a maturity thing too because it's like your time only got to be wasted one time for you to be like nah this ain't cool this isn't i mean it it, it shouldn't have to happen to you but sometimes some people do need to learn by fire so i agree it and and that's the biggest thing with me that matter that matters to me more than anything is the time that me valuing my time that's the one resource that we cannot get back so you you fuck with my time nah (laughs) I can't. Now, to be clear, you can make a commitment to me and plans can change. That's totally yeah, fine as long as you communicate. As but not communicating and going ghost. Yeah. Nah, you go ahead and be single. Do you or go with yeah. dudes that do that? Uh, this is good. I think this is a great uh <laughs> like I think it we got through we got through a lot. Guys, we'll go ahead and wrap up this segment. 
Mm-hmm. So, next thing on the agenda. So, since we have a guest, I'm going to give our guests the honors of doing the dating tip of the week. <laughs> you know what's funny? Um, it's actually in alignment with everything I've been saying. I'm, I guess I'm a pretty consistent person, but my date tip of the week is, I guess, punctuality and communication. Um, be where you said you were going to be. Do what you said you were going to do. Honor your commitments and communicative things change. Be a person of your word. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's that's really it for dating. <laughs> All righty. That's your dating tip of the week. Be a person of your word. I like that. I do be late sometimes. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> but I will tell them. <laughs> like, I will tell them. So. I mean, we expect women to be a couple of minutes late. <laughs> but like... <laughs> You know, I'm saying if your grandma had a stroke at four and we supposed to meet at seven, like let a nigga know you at the hospital and not, you know. And you not coming. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. Well, if we hang out, you coming, but no. Right. That's <laughs> an inappropriate joke. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> your face. I, I, I didn't catch it at first. I had to give you one because it was the, the, it was your face. Your face is that. I that didn't was even catch it at first. I was like, yeah. I was like, wait. <laughs> I, I had to get you one of those jokes. We're going to move on. Uh, this is one of my favorite segments. This is down in the DM. So you guys send us in your letters, your questions, any sort of advice that you have on what your situations are or just general things that you guys wanted to know. If you would like to send in a letter or you have questions, feel free to email me at listen to your single friend at gmail.com and put down in the DMs in the subject and you will hear a response live on the show. So today I have two questions or two, two parts basically. So the first is actually a guy. So let me pull my laptop so I can read this. He said, call me DD or double D. We'll call him double D. <laughs> a guy wanted to be called double D? Double D. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's okay. a, it's guy to guy. So yeah, this is a gay guy. Okay. So we're going to call him. He said, call him DD, but I don't want to say that. I'm going to call him double D. <laughs> like okay. you can watch Ed, Ed and Eddie. I'm going to call him double D. So, okay. um, so I met a really nice guy while having a drink with friends last weekend and asked him if I could take him out sometime because I wanted to see him again. I set a date and made a reservation for the following weekend. During the seven days between that time, I was so antsy about if I texted him too much in between the meeting and the first date. The first date is actually today. Wish me luck. Ha ha ha. So he emailed me the day of the date. Um, he said, out of the seven days, we texted five of the days. Do you find that texting or calling too much before the first date can make it harder to make conversation on date one? Or should I continue to reach out when the person is on my mind? Also in the early stages, do you find that there is an appropriate window of the day to message? Thank you for your input and congrats on your podcast. Thank you, Double D. So you wanna attack it first or you want me to go? <laughs> um, they said a lot, but my, my answer is short. Okay. Um, just go off of what that person says. So for example, there is an appropriate time for most people, but they will let you know. If you're dealing with somebody that got a nine to five and their phone isn't around and they tell you, hey, I'm at work during this time, do you know they're not at work? You can text them before work the morning, hope you have a good day, or text them later. You know, that's really straightforward. Don't really worry about communicating with them too much because they should let you know. 
as far as too much or too little, I have a general rule and it's the three text rule. Unless we had a verified commitment. So like the day of, I'll text you, hey, are we still on for later? Okay. But outside of that, if I have two blue bubbles and I send that third text, if you don't respond, I'm not communicating with you again until you communicate with me. Unless, say like, this happened on Tuesday, we're supposed to meet Friday. We mm -hmm. haven't communicated from uh, Tuesday to Friday, but Friday, we got a date, so I'm checking in. But once I get to three texts, if you have not responded, I will not under any circumstances communicate with you until you respond back to me. Because I done sent three texts, and in that last one, I made sure to put a question mark. So it's like you have to respond. Yeah. Otherwise, all right, I'm going to do what I'm going to do until it's time for us to go out. To be done. Okay. Over a seven-day time period, like, I, <laughs> if y'all listen to the show, y'all know I don't like texting. I don't like texting a new person. So over a seven-day time period, we can only text if we've already been on the phone at least once. Um, I don't think that there is a such thing. Okay, so he said, is there such Thing, it's too much texting or calling um i kind of agree with jt because i feel like that person will let you know hey tuesdays are really busy nights for me or you know after work every day is rough for me i just like to go home and get in the bed you know what i mean but i would love to hear from you on the weekend i feel like they will kind of establish those boundaries so you do kind of just have to feed off what they're saying and what feels comfortable I'm a, like I said, I'm a conversationalist, so I don't believe that you can ever run out of things to talk about. So I don't think that talking too much before a first date, like, mm -hmm. gets in the way of first date conversation. Because, like, and, and I'll do an episode on this as well, but it's like, you don't have to go into the first date and be asking, so, do you have any siblings, blah, 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 blah. Like, get that shit out the way beforehand. Like, right. I don't feel like, I don't feel like there is, there is so much to talk about like I don't feel like that will ever ever get in the way of a first date so I don't think that there's too much information you can get um but I yeah. definitely don't mind to reach out when you're on the mind especially when it's something new because it can be a little bit more sensitive you know what I mean it, especially for me as a woman it's like you know I met you on Saturday and I ain't heard from you by Tuesday I'm just gonna assume you're not interested you know <laughs> so I do think that if you thought about me on Sunday like hey it was great meeting you we don't even have to have a conversation it was great meeting you. Can't wait to hang out with you next weekend. Like, you don't even have to. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and, and to your point, don't worry about how, like, it's not like you go run out of words. Like, you, <laughs> what is it? So, like, are you worried that you cover all of your first date content throughout the week texting? <laughs> like, I, but I think that people are very regimented with how they handle first dates. Which is why I'm going to address that <laughs> on a later. I'm gonna, give, I'm gonna give them a tip, and I'm I'm not supposed to tell people this, but I did read. Um, I I'm a fan of Robert Greene. I've read a lot of his work. Mm -hmm. I will give this guy th this tip when he goes on his first date. The more people talk about themselves, the more they will like you. So if you run out of stuff to say on that date, take interest and ask them about them I agree. and the more they talk about themselves the more they'll like you interesting i'm just a naturally curious and nosy person that's why i'm so good at conversation <laughs> i'm like so tell me about the conflict between your oldest and your youngest siblings like i i'm just nosy so if anything be like jasmine and just be like 
So what happened with your aunties and your mama? Why they like I I be in the business, okay? I be in the business. And they and they they go ahead and tell you, but that's all you have to do. Like if you take interest in a person and then ask about them, do a little bit of research, you know. Yeah. Care what's going on in their life. That's all you got to do. You don't really you don't really ever run out of things to talk about. And then me, I'm a funny person, so I don't make fun of anything. We can have a conversation about what they choose on the menu. So okay. Especially if they order a, a well done steak, then I'm oh, just oh, oh, I just had this conversation the other day. Oh, what's it? We won't get into that sidebar. <laughs> That'd be a whole we, other conversation. We, we oh, it bothers me. Okay, and next, next four year old palates. <laughs> okay, so um, this was the DM I got. So the first one was the email. This was an actual DM. She said, mm. maybe your guest can answer. This is a lady. Um, I didn't give her a name. What you want to call her? I didn't give her a name. Oh, what's a sexy name? <laughs> Let's call her Roxanne. Let's give Rox- her old sex. Let's give her oh, old sexy love. name, Roxanne. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe. So Roxanne says maybe your male guest can answer this. But what exactly does a man mean when he says he's still figuring it out, even after you both have done everything that seems like you're already in a relationship? Just no title. Does a man have to ask you to be his partner in adult relationships or is that childish what exactly is building with someone i know she's talking to me i know on one of your episodes you said don't skip steps but is there a way to come back if steps have been skipped and if you're confused that was a lot sheesh okay well i'll answer the first part and then we'll clarify and keep going from there um, <laughs> what a guy means by that is, well, first you have to find out what is the guy going through in life. If, if they are transitioning, if they are working towards a goal, if they are, you know, I'm studying to be an actuary. I got actuarial exams coming up. I have stuff that I have to make a priority. And so if I'm still, thank you. If I'm still trying to figure out like how to balance everything, then that could be that could be it. It could be some, and now I'm transparent, so I don't have this problem, but it could be it's somebody that he been off and on with for a little bit and he trying to move on from them. It could be that. So I think in that situation, you have to take those additional steps just to get to know the person, find out what their goals are, find out what his intent is, and find out what he wants from you and like where you fit into his goals. Because it's not necessarily a bad thing. It could just be, hey, I want to be with you, but you here in Detroit taking care of your grandma, so you not going to be here. And I want to work at Apple Corporate in Cupertino, California. And I don't know how that's going to work with you being in Detroit and me being in California. Mm. It could be that. So you know, literally figuring through. it out. <laughs> literally just trying to figure it out. Or it could be, hey, I'm getting over this problem. I don't know how I want. The dude could be on the DL. He could be gay and trying to. I'm just I saying. I just feel like you came up with every single excuse in the book. I feel like if a man tells you, I'm still figuring it out. To me, that says he's not interested. Like he's not. He's not interested in taking it further. 
Like, I think that that means he wants to keep you in a holding pattern because you should be able to say, she said they've already been doing relationship stuff. So that means they're fucking, they're going out, they're dating, they're up under each other, they're at each other's houses. Like, they already, they're basically, let's just call it, they're in a situationship. And you tell me you still figuring it out. It ain't shit to figure out. That means you don't want me. But that's how I take that. This is my pushback, though. Because if I'm just putting it down and I don't want to be with you, I can say that. Hey, but men aren't going to be that honest. He has her in a holding pattern, as far as I'm concerned. You are coming from a perspective of a man who's being honest, but you have to understand what we as women deal with. You know that your male counterparts are not this honest. If they were, I would not have a show. (laughs) (laughs) If men were honest, I would not have a show. Okay, they're not that honest, and I just feel like they're not. They're not. I, I, I'm playing, I, you're right, you are correct. There's part of me that's playing devil's advocate. And that's only because I've been in situations where I'm still trying to figure it out. And usually when I'm trying to figure it out, it's because I'm, tra- it's either there's someone else in the picture or I'm transitioning, or there is something about you that I'm still trying to figure out or I'm on the fence about. And that can be something shallow or that could be something deep. Do you but agree? It was a, oh, go ahead. It was another part where she was saying about, like, if you skip steps, can you go back? Yeah. It depends on what those steps are. I'm so, like, if you fucking and y'all up under each other. <laughs> yeah, you can go back. But, like, if I, if I, like, if, 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 if the issue is communication, I don't really know if I can go back. Like, I'm, I'm 31. I'm not really trying to teach you how to communicate. So I, we can't really go back to that. But as to your point, if you hear every day and the sex is great, then I mean, I obviously like you because you hear and we have a sex. I think that's one thing that women underestimate too. It's like, if you assume that I have options, right? You assume it. Let's go with that assumption. I got a bunch of options. And I'm telling you, I'm still trying to figure things out. If I got options and I'm still trying to figure things out, then by default, that means that I'm interested in you. Because if not, and I got options, why am I fucking with you three, four times a week? And I got options. I'm going to give you that. I'm going to give you that. I'm going to let you rock. I'm going to let you rock. Some of it is convenience because you can't I'm, underestimate I was about that, to say that. I'm going to let you rock. I'm you know, but I'm saying you're like, speaking for I'm yourself. Fucking, if so I'm, I'm fucking let you with rock. you, like, who, like, if I got, if, if I got options, but I'm fucking with you, then what that mean? You, you're the option that I'm choosing. So, <sighs> I can't really say that it means that he don't want to be with her. It means that he probably trying to figure out a way to be with her that works for him. Honestly. See, I agree with you with what you said, but I think that the way that it works for him is her in the holding pattern and them being in a situationship. That does not mean that there it's I'm reading that clearly she wants to be in a relationship and they've already skipped steps. So when she mentions skipping steps, I think they're already full-blown relationship mode without the title. I feel like they're in a situationship and it is hard to... to Yeah, I think it's hard to dial it back after you already... She's asking, is there a way to come back? Absolutely, there is a way to come back. But I think that that looks like you, which a lot of women don't want to do. I think that looks like a woman exploring her options and making him less of a priority because right now he not pressed for nothing because to your point it's convenience y'all are up under each other he's getting the emotional the 
physical support. He's getting all the relationship benefits and he hasn't given her what she wants, which is a title. So to her other question, I do think in an adult relationship, to your point about communication, you do need to ask if you want to be with me because I, I, so I run on the assumption that every man I'm talking to is talking to at least three or four other women. I run on that assumption. And a man should assume that I am talking to at least three or four other guys. So when we're dating, Thank when you. I think, but this is why I have people define what dating means to them. Because some people feel like dating means it's just you and me. That don't mean that over here. Like, every woman, every woman on earth got five guys in their phone. At a time. <laughs> I don't know. Now, now here's the thing. Now you might not like those options and they may not be viable but they will stop what they doing to come you know what i'm saying so Mm -hmm. i think a lot you're right you're right about that i think in in their situation like you said she just needs to ask him what's going on like where do she needs to voice how she feels say what she wants what her intent is what she wants to do and let him go and then if she if she if he doesn't feel the same then like you say don't make him a priority you know yeah. And that could be physically, that could be emotionally, you know. Um, but I think you, I think women, I think sometimes women run into issues like that because everybody has like physical needs. Yeah. And guys don't care how many partners they got. And women like, I'm not about to add a body for nothing. <laughs> that's a whole other. So, we're gonna so, end it there. We're gonna end it there because that is a whole. You just opened up a fucking can I'm just of saying, words. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just no, saying, I didn't so. say you were wrong. I didn't say you were wrong. I just said you opened up a whole another can of worms. <laughs> Roxanne. <laughs> I think me and JT can agree you do need to advocate for yourself in this moment mm-hmm. and I'm just going to add in once you advocate for yourself if he's not on the same page as you you need to either be willing to expand your options and stop making him your number one priority um, mm-hmm. or you need to be okay with walking away because you can I know women who will advocate for themselves but they still how, how are you going to get a, a change in behavior if you still on that same stuff you know what I mean right. so right we are in agreement that at this point what's done has been done is there a way to come back yes but that's going to require you to pull out a little bit and you're also going to have to advocate for yourself and and the only thing i'd add to that is uh know what you're willing to deal with like if he gives you an answer and it's a legitimate answer for why or what they're going through know whether or not that's something that you want to deal with and don't be afraid to walk away if it's not a situation you want to be in fair thank you roxanne thank you so much for writing <laughs> all right we about to close out y'all this is so, this so much fun i'm glad you you enjoyed it so y'all know i like to do games so we we still are going to do our trivia of the week so before we close out J- jt don't answer this like you don't answer this one you just think about it in your brain so uh trivia is from which groups do singles feel the most pressure to find a partner? From which groups of people do single people feel the most pressure to find a partner? Is it A, their friends, B, their family members, C, society, or D, their coworkers? So that's the trivia for this week. You'll have to tune in to the next episode to get the answer. Guys, it's time to wrap up the show. Like, I feel like this was awesome. JT, thank you so much for coming on the show. I feel like this was so much fun. 
Like, as long as my listeners don't drag you, you are absolutely <laughs> invited back to the show. <laughs> hey, I don't, I don't care if they drag me because I'm going to probably see them on your Facebook. But this was so much fun. I'm, I'm, thank you for having me. I'm glad I could, I, I could participate in this. This was a lot of fun. Thank you so much. Friends, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. And also share the show. I'll see you guys next week. Ooh.